we are going to begin a little after we left off last time. So you've said your goodbyes. Goodbye. <laughs> yep. A fond farewell to Tristan and Percival. And you have made your way out of the fortification on the pass and behind you the gate slams. And you hear them putting the tree trunk bars back in place and the clinking of chains. You are now back in Karis, but if your friends are going to survive, you're going to need to uh, get some help for them. Beyond the gate is a wide level space followed by a steep rocky slope that the track descends in widening zigzags. A few hundred feet below it levels out and the track passes between tussocks of pale grass and stunted juniper bushes and then rapidly enters a dark pine wood, the forest floor a smooth carpet of needles, while the track maintains a steady gradual descent, sometimes moving straight, sometimes zigzagging through the trees. From the journey up the mountain, you can recall that the track continues in a fairly similar vein for the best part of a day's travel, down the widening valley towards the town of Farndale. So, do you have any plans or strategies that you're uh, minded to go for? Yep. Uh, step one, I'm going to Google Tusset um, <laughs> to figure out what... I'm going to collect the juniper berries to make some gin. No, don't, don't go near them. There's probably a black knight if we're going to go on, like stereotypes of fantasy situations is that uh, regularly associated with juniper berries yeah i'm pretty sure like as soon as you said it i thought black knight surely everyone thinks that okay well i thought it was a song (laughs) about jennifer juniper those black knights do go crazy for gin and tonic jennifer juniper sits upon a hill also how can you have a smooth layer of pine needles surely the the point that they're needles is there... It depends on the granularity, doesn't it? We should stay here and talk about the intro. But... <laughs> <laughs> Let's discuss pine needles and tussets. We have all the time in the world. There's literally no time restraints on mine and Enigma's actions. If we want to have okay. a stroll, have a picnic, gaze into each other's eyes, fall in love, that's what we can do. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to. I've got to run! <laughs> Enigma's just remembered something really, really important she has to do. Oh, she left the stove on before we left wherever we came from four months ago. Yeah, fine. We're going now. We just head to the village. It seems to me. Well, there is only one way to go, isn't there? Yes, pretty much. At this point, we should probably go that way. The track is uh, your best route. Okay. It kind of. You can maybe cut a corner or two, but it's not going to necessarily save you a huge amount of time. But it'll save you a bit. So you kind of wind your way down into the woods. I was going to chat to Enigma right from the off. Yes, go with that. You're pretty sneaky, Enigma. So Yeah, I read lots on it. 
Yeah, sure, whatever. So I'm actually yeah. going to just go invisible for this entire journey until we get somewhere safe. Now, I'm going on the proviso that you're pretty stealthy and you'll just sneak off if, you know... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but also, I mean, you know, you might as well be invisible. I'm going to ignore you for the entire trip. Well, there's that. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to hum in a really irritating uh, way... Brilliant. Um, ...that attracts danger to you and they won't be able to see me. Um, I might occasionally, uh, I don't know... Magic missile squirrel, just so the scent of blood attracts wolves, you know. Great. Yep. Fine. Well, whatever. I'm going to sneak yeah. and ignore you. And I'm going to be invisible and humming. <laughs> They'll smell you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's roll that spell. Ah, oh, crap. I forgot I had to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Chump. Rolls a seven. And that means you cast the spell successfully... But there is a side effect, as I recall. And so... I'm going to disturb the fabric of reality, meaning I'm at minus one uh, to cast future spells. And I've just remembered I did actually have a plan before Enigma started mouthing off and I retaliated. So, (sighs) whilst now successfully invisible, but slightly shitter at casting spells... Right, Enigma, we're going to have to fight an army, yeah? It's unlikely we'll have to fight an army. We're running away from an army. Yeah, we're running away, but the intention is to go back and save Percy and the other chump, yeah? The intention was to get other people to come back and save yeah, those yeah. chumps. All right, semantics. But either way, we're going back for Percy. So uh, we need to... Yeah, no, we're going back for Percy. So You're going back for Percy. Your face is... Shut up. Anyway, <laughs> like we've got this opportunity. We're walking through the woods. We're clearly about a fighting army. Do you know what we need right now? Uh, Is it sandwiches? Well, that's actually a better answer than uh, with the cut depends crusts or no <laughs> that would be a better answer or not no a training montage oh my god <laughs> i know once, right you're right we just need it mainly because i haven't actually marked any experience down for the four sessions we've done and have definitely we shouldn't be level one so having read <laughs> the rules for the first time ever if we just fail at stuff so if i pick up this right ben i'm gonna pick up a really heavy rock <laughs> as heavy as i can pick it up and i'm gonna throw it 100 meters i'll make a strength check uh, no, you don't need to. Oh. That doesn't trigger a move. Uh, what? What <laughs> happens is you do something and the GM tells you whether you've triggered a move. So what's going to happen is you're going to make an attempt to throw something really far. But it's not like a particular... It's not a particularly challenging moment. The, the, the stakes are low, so... I'm throwing a rock, a heavy rock, 100 metres. How is that not... How, that's difficult. We should fight oh. each other. <laughs> Let's not. Okay. Now, you're actually not in a bad place to uh, cast a shed load of spells. That well, I thought about doing that, and I thought you'd you'd claim that was taking the piss, so my rock idea was better. Also, I have an affinity for rocks, and I might find a good one this way. <laughs> well... Only if you've got bigger socks. That is important. So, Enigma, as you descend... Enigma. ...and you continue your exciting uh, training montage, in which... As far as I can tell, rocks raise themselves from the ground and then fly a short distance through the air and land back on the ground. <laughs> and that that's more or less what you can see. Okay. But the air contains uh, more than a whiff of loot, so you, you know he's still around. Okay. A little way down, mm-hmm. you see someone at the side of the road. Okay. How far away can they see us? They're facing the other way, and they're, they're like, 
you kind of come round the corner and they're maybe 50 yards ahead of you. They appear to be a halfling. Okay. Uh, dressed in very kind of humble peasant's clothes, like a simple smock and a little kind of almost like a gnome style cap. Okay. With little ear flaps. Cute. Well, um, I would say that we are in friendly territory. I see no reason to not say hi. Absolutely. There is no way a halfling won't have food. <laughs> we, it, it'll have sandwiches. I wonder if it'll have a scotch egg. I could oh. totally murder a scotch egg. Oh. Oh. As you get closer... Hey, you! <laughs> hear a reply saying, Oi, ah, hello there. How are you doing? And he or she or it turns to face you. And uh, got a little crinkled leathery face, a big oh. cheerful grin and... Big, oval, dark eyes with no visible iris or sclera. And his face crinkles into a broad smile as you approach, uh, which will be quite reassuring, only his mouth is maybe a little bit wider than it needs to be. And he says, ah, hello. Nice to have some passers-by coming by my way. As you get closer, you notice that uh, his collar of his smock. His smock is very humble, but the collar appears to be made from hedgehog skins. Shit. And he says, what should you be doing to be passing here today? Oh, we're just, uh, I mean, I'm just, um, I'm just going back to uh, see my friends. I'm, I, yeah, I'm just, just passing. It's a lovely place. I thought I'd um, ha- have a little look around the juniper berries. Um, what's your name, sir? I can understand why it must be frustrating when you can't see your friends, but you can still hear and smell them. What do you mean? Oh, you're a little feller there. I don't know what you're talking about. I think you probably do. Though, I'm not sure that you particularly wish he was there from your response to him. Yeah. He is a bit stenchy. So anyway, what are you you all up to? You off on some grand adventure. You look like a grand adventuring type and it's not every day one sees a great wizard around or doesn't see one as it were. To be honest, even if you could see him, you couldn't see a great wizard. I wouldn't worry about that. <laughs> anyway, well, we're just uh, we're just off to go and see some friends. Just going for a bit of a walk. Um, what are you What are you doing here? Do you live around here? I I've been in the area for a little while, but sometimes I uh, sometimes sometimes I'm less around than other times. And today I'm quite around, and I'm quite here to talk to you. Oh, and. I feel like there's something pretty bad up that hill. The kind of thing that a person wouldn't want to be too close to. And he gives a little laugh. Where we just... Yeah. Where did you hear that from? I could almost feel it, like this terrible orderly thing. This great and terrible order just reaching over the mountain. There's a cold heart to it. A cold, cold heart. And I don't like it. No. Nor do I. Um, you still haven't told me your name. Oh, my name's Grunzel. Grunzel, nice to meet you, sir. Uh, what is your business? Well, I was passing here, and I, I met some people who I thought might be in something of a hurry. And although I'm, although I'm resident here, I have a little art to me that might let me make distances shorter and travel faster. You sound like a useful man to know. And I thought, these people look like they're in a hurry, and maybe I could help them. Really? That was my thinking. Um... And he just kind of falls into step with you if he turns around and says, shall we walk? Yes, yes, let's. And he falls in step with you. And then he just uh, he just kind of reaches out and pokes you, Banbury. 
says, how are you getting on, young feller? I was going to say, I'm going to keep a significant distance away from this little okay. freak. <laughs> <laughs> okay, in that case, he doesn't poke you. <laughs> <laughs> but he does just call call out in your direction. How are you getting on, little feller? I'm going to ignore him. And uh, yeah, he's he's not really the talkative type, is he? Well, it's probably better that way. So that um, that collar you've got's really interesting. Thank you, thank you. I I had it made special by by some of my friends. It was a most it was a most exciting day. We hunted them ourselves. Oh, hunted hedgehogs! Indeed, tis a noble thing. They are quite wily beasts. <laughs> they are when you can be as small as we were that day. As small as you were that day? Some days a feller is larger, some days a feller is smaller. That's how, just how it is, isn't it, in the world? One day you wake up feeling small and one day you wake up feeling large. Ben, given I grew up in the woods, yep. Like, do I think this guy's a druid? No, you do not. Okay, do I have any kind of like, if I spout lore in my own head rather than just mouthing off to the party, can I try and figure out what he is? I think you could indeed. Let's have a spout lore. Banbury Lutes rolls 10 on intelligence. Boom. Who'd have thought it? (laughs) There are, around the world, and certainly around the land, maybe in other parts of the world, various courts of the Fae. And sometimes they're stronger, and sometimes they're weaker. It contrasts significantly with the standard orthodoxy, but there is a belief in some in some circles, some fairly learned circles, that um, the ruined age before the rise of the Seven Sisters was an age when the Fae ruled over the world in uh, a brutal and chaotic fashion, destroying everything they could. So you might suppose that the folk are a little... They're very powerful spirits, but they tend to be very chaotic and very dangerous. It's not particularly trustworthy, not someone we want to say, oh yeah, you can teleport us to such and such. If they enter a bargain with you, they will fulfil the bargain. However, their bargains tend to have <laughs> have an edge to them. Among them, there are various names of the high and most terrifying ones that you have heard. And these include Jangwa, and one was known as the Angry Sea, one was known as Lengoith, one was known as Fire and Smoke, and one was known as the Cloud of Teeth. The Cloud of Teeth. And these, these are just names that have passed down in bitter legend. But... This seems relatively insignificant. However, since the uh, Tide of Light, the Fae have been greatly suppressed. And there are in the land various sovereigns, as they're called, who are often people or sometimes objects, trees, standing stones, who, after certain rites, are kind of treated as folk mediators. The uh, local people are able to give them some power over the local fair folk. So these people also exist. And you know at least one of these people quite well, Banbury. Okay. How are these guys can, like viewed in Karis? Like, are they... They're very fringe, I'm assuming. They're not allowed into cities? Or? Yes. Well, well, the sovereigns themselves are regarded with a bit of scepticism, but as kind of quaint folklore suspicion. As as for the uh, the folk, they usually wouldn't go near a city. They're often subject to curious rules that don't necessarily seem to make sense, but are absolutely binding to them. So often they aren't 
to be found near cities. And again, the influence of the church tends to suppress them. Okay, so they're not, naturally due to the history of the world, they're not going to have any inclination to be supporting the church? No, they aren't. But they also, in the past, they always showed a very chaotic disposition. Okay, cool. See the body? Yeah, I'm going to carry on walking silently until uh, there's a point I can chat to Enigma or I look feel like I need to involve myself. <laughs> she seems fine. She's on a hot date now. That guy's got all the teeth. This guy's great. I, I, you know, anyone in hedgehog skin. Uh, if I can do my best Sebastian the Crab, I might hum Kiss the Girl. Just uh... <laughs> He doesn't seem to recognise the tune. Oh, what? He's uh, chattering on a bit. Enigma, he's uh, talking about... How it's been mighty curious weather as well. It seems like it's getting cold even for the time of year. And, uh, well, so would you be interested in maybe making making your way down the hill a little faster? Yeah, let's run. Well, I've got a faster answer than that even. Flying? I think I could probably get you to the place that you wish to go in a moment if I wasn't being kept from it right now. If you weren't being kept from it. And how do you know where we want to go? Well, that's the wonderful thing. Whatever is in your heart, that's the place you seek to be, where your friends are, or where you're going to visit with, or where your favourite juniper patch is. The thing that's in your heart is the place that my wish can carry you to. We're good. Thank you very much for the offer. What? Have a lovely day. Now you speak up. We were just about to get a quick lift. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trust me. We're good. We're good, fella. But we could get there faster. Well, nope. What's wrong with you, you stinky little wizard? Well, you want to do this, you can do it by yourself, but I highly recommend you don't. <sighs> Why not? For reasons I don't want to go into, because I don't want to be bitten on the shin. <laughs> there's bitten on the there's shin. nothing to worry about. I, I'm not the shin-biting kind of fella. And anyway, I can't, I can't even see you where you're... Shins are right now, you crazy little feller there. Yep, I am bang crazy. And when he does that, Banbury, he looks at you, and he's looking away from Enigma towards you. And he looks you right in the eye, and he grins, and his mouth is very wide, and his teeth are all like needles. Okay, I'll smile back, and I'll uh, show him my teeth, which are probably normal human teeth. And I'll lick my teeth. <laughs> I think they're browner. And we're like, mm. That's fine, he can see me, I don't care. I'm not going in uh, some little portal with some little chump monkey, and I'm not helping him with whatever he wants. What have you got against helpful people in the juniper berries? I don't like little people. Look at their little hands. Imagine that, like, touching your food or your sandwiches. Ah, you racist. There's nothing wrong with my hands now. Have you got any sandwiches on you? I haven't, but there's... Right, then you're a wrong'un. But there's this little... I'm sorry, sir, it's been lovely talking to you. We've had a wonderful time. I think you and Enigma should maybe exchange addresses, maybe see if you can sort something out in the future, but we've got business. We're, uh, we're working for a guy and he's told us to do something. We're going to do that. Have a lovely day. Um, I c I'm pretty sure there's some sparrows over there that are doing something weird you could go stare at, or there's some pine cones you could lick uh, and comb your hair with. I don't know. But we're busy, we're just going to go to this lovely little village. Have a nice day, goodbye, goodbye, come on Enigma. Okay. Our young Enigma, there's, there's just this little hermit lady, if you could persuade her to come out and talk with me a bit. Hermit lady? I just want to have a little word with her, and if I have a word with her, I could probably get your wish for you. How hard can it be? Enigma, we've got stuff to do, not with this guy. What have you got against him? Little people. You can't be... That, that against him, that's just bigoted. Look, I think you'll find the word is smolleted. 
Don't don't find him endearing. That's what he wants you to do. He has got a funny mouth. He does have a funny mouth. And if that's your thing, then again, exchange addresses with him once we've done what we've been told to do. Come back, have big mouth kisses, whatever you want. But at the moment, let's just go to the village, raise some awareness, send some people out, do our thing. I'll start a poster campaign, maybe even make some t-shirts up. Yeah, exactly. Like, we can get on Kickstarter, we can do all these things. Let's just go to the village, leave this guy to his, like, old hermit lady and whatever he wants to do to her, where she's safely warded in her house. In fact, Ben, am I from anywhere near here? Um, you're from a little way, way north. You might know of this hermit. Right. Do I know this hermit? You tell me. I don't know. If this is a little old lady that lives in the cottage by herself, I'm imagining I may know uh, she's, through... She's, she's not someone you know closely, but you've probably met her. She's the kind of person that might have visited once in a while. Right, yeah, fine. I'm going to probably warn her about the little munchkin fella, but fine, little fella. We're, like... We're going to go to this hut, but you stay outside because I'm pretty sure you're warded and can't get inside anyway. <laughs> I can't wait to meet a hermit because I think she'll probably have some real wisdom for us. And um, that should be able to sort us right out. I do like a bit of wisdom. She'll probably have some gingerbread, but anyway. She'll be really authentic. I've got wisdom for you too, says the little little Grunzel. Says, I've got wisdom older than the stars. Yep. The, she's got a little hut just through there, through the woods. It's only like a hundred yards or so. Not far off the path at all. You'll find there's a little track there. A little tractor? No, a little track that leads there. <laughs> I was about to say, if she's got a tractor, she could just drive us to the village. Fine, come on in. <laughs> mush, mush. Fine, let's go. So you lead through the woods. Uh, Grumsel seems keen to uh, stay on the road. He does, For some reason, it's like he doesn't want to go towards this hut too closely. As you get nearer, you can see it's a uh, it's a fairly humble little stone stone building with a rickety wooden door on it and a thatched roof. Oh, it's so quaint! It is very quaint, rustic, and it's in the middle of a little orchard of apples. Organic. It's funny thing about this world is that almost everything is organic. <laughs> it's almost like commercial fertilizers haven't taken off yet. I don't know. They might have like magical fertilizers. As you walk into the grove of uh, apple trees, a little lady, very grey-haired, but quite upright, opens the door. And she's wearing greyish robes, but in fairly good condition. And she has a sturdy broadsword on her hip. And she says, hello? Hello. Hi. Banbury Lutes. Bat? Oh, I can't see you. It's fine. Stay inside your hut for a second. We'll come up and meet you at the door. Don't come outside, there's a little... Okay, all right, all right, yes, that'll be yeah. good. Good, do come up. Hello. Would you like some apples? Uh, yes, please. Don't suppose you've got any bread and ham, do you? Um, hold on a second, I don't have a lot of supplies, but I'll, I'll see, what, see what I've got in the pantry. Do come in, do come in. Thank you. And she invites you in, and really, it, there's one room that makes up most of the house and she goes into a little goes through a little side door and comes out a moment later with some uh good bread and she cuts a couple of slices of ham very deftly with a fairly large knife uh from a big old ham leg that she's got uh hung up i realized i didn't state it but i'd probably be visible at this stage it seems a bit rude to walk up and be like hey little lady <laughs> hey, just a voice woo so, yeah. Uh, when you materialise, she goes, Oh, young Banbury, haven't you grown? Yep, I've got... Well, I, got, I was about to say something you don't need to know about, but yeah, I have. 
<laughs> I've got big boy yeah. things. Anyway, <laughs> there's a little midgety fay outside that's trying to get us to get you out of your house. Oh. I take it he's been bothering you and you've warded the, the cottage against him. Yes, yes. He, he has no right here. And within these, uh, these are Kaleno's apples. He has no, no power in this area. But I'm a little concerned that he's manifesting again. What, what did he look like? Uh, I'll describe him and uh, whatever you said. Hmm, that's unusual. He's, uh, did he give you a name? He gave uh, Enigma a name and a wink and a nudge. Ah, uh, he can be very seductive, that one. Uh, sometimes he just lures people away and then, uh, well, they're rarely seen again. He's, he's very old, you know, very old and rather unpleasant. I've, I've probably spent the last... Well, I'm sure longer than you've been alive, Banbury, and, well, maybe longer than your friend has, in, uh... I don't know, Enigma's pretty old. I have... <laughs> well, I, I fear I'm older still. No, you look young and lovely. Look at the crow's feet on Enigma, jeez. Uh, shut up! I've been trying to cover them up. <laughs> yeah, with actual crow's feet. That's not how you do it. You can't just put bits of bird in your face. I'm just kind of lampshading them. It's very arty, but I don't get it. Anyway, yeah, so this guy's manifesting... Young in... people are complicated, she says. <laughs> well, should you see him again, the name that he went by in first is Ambiforax, but he has lots of other names, the Terror of Prey, the Overthrowing Storm, the Cloud of Teeth. Oh, he's the Cloud of Teeth. Yeah, he's got quite a lot of teeth. Yes, yes. He's say they're cloudy though. He's an old one and a strong one, and you'd be well away advised to keep far from him. I can't really offer you much further protection because if he's manifesting fully, is is there something happening that might have driven him out from his hall? There's an army of uh, frost worshipping Sudek priests. That's literally just there across the border. Uh, I'm just going to warn you about that. Following up the little midget freak. But yeah, so I don't know if you, you might want to move further inland, to be honest. Not inland, but you know what I mean. Mm, this is quite, this is quite perplexing. Very well. Thank you for your wisdom and your knowledge. Now, I suggest you, uh, you take a couple of apples and just because they're delicious. I'm afraid they confer no great protection beyond the fact they are of Kaleno's stock, but they are very good. And um, I would make your way to wherever you're going as rapidly as possible. If you do leave, can you spread the message that we need more people to go and help fight the army at the, the border? Because otherwise this army's literally just going to roll through. Of course, of course. I, I will do everything within my power, which my power is not great, but it may be of some small assistance. Just passing on the message would be helpful. I shall indeed. I shall indeed. Very well. Here, thank you. she hands you some apples, and you've got your ham sandwich as well, which is also... With crusts? <laughs> you've got your ham and bread. Yep. Which is also very delicious. I'm going to cut the crust off myself. I'm not going to make an issue. <laughs> That's <laughs> probably for the best. You're... Don't don't start on ever, the crust thing. <laughs> we save them, and they give me crusts. They get slapped in the face. If we just, he- like, they're being nice and friendly, crust isn't an issue. But come on, people. Okay, very good, she says. Well, make your way safely. Do not 
have any truck with Ambiforax. He is dangerous. He may try things, but I do not believe his power is ever so great. Certainly, he should be sufficiently contained that he should offer minimal danger, but grant him no blood. And if you can, be terribly careful. He is the huntsman, you see, and hunting is his, uh, is his game. So I fear you may be hunted if you choose not to uh, converse with him. But I most gratefully appreciate your warning. No problem. As as I said, we're going to go. We have to go to the village, but be careful with him out there, yeah. Farewell, young Bambury and Bambury's friend. Thank you. Oh, yeah, this is uh, Enigma. Enigma. Doesn't have a last name. <laughs> a pleasure to meet you, Enigma Enigma. <laughs> oh, she does have a last name. I've literally only just got a that. A pleasure to meet you too. Thank you for the apples. It's my pleasure. Farewell then. I shall do what I can to get the message clear. So, that guy... Yeah, the little midget you're chatting up. Yeah, don't chat to him. He's a dodgy little fae. You can't trust them. As I said, the little hands. It looks midgety. Don't trust it. Number one rule. Also, I'm pro-hedgehog, so that's straight away not keen on that guy. He did look really good, though. I reckon reckon it could work as a new fashion. No, seriously, if you want to have a thing at a later date with a little... Midgety, hedgehog-covered, big-teethed freak. You go ahead. But at the moment... I, I just think I could hunt a hedgehog. Make my own. I think I could start up my own small business. Selling hedgehog ruffs. I tried to start up a business once. Cat's milk didn't work. <laughs> think about how many cats, domestic cats there are. Now imagine if you could milk those cats. Yeah. How much milk that would produce. They've got like six nipples each. You'd get loads. Exactly. And there's cats everywhere. You go into a town, everywhere. Did it take off? No. You try... This isn't the right time to chat about this. We have stuff to do. Let's walk and talk rather than just sit. Okay, okay. Let's keep going. Yeah. Are you heading back towards the road? Uh, Yes. Yeah, we'll not walk through the weird woods given this fae. Although if we walk on the road, the guy seemed to be more inclined to walk on the road. If we walked off the road, he wouldn't be able to follow us. All right, fine. We'll just head in the right direction. If it looks like we're going to get lost, we'll head back towards the road, but... Okay. I mean, me and Enigma, we're pretty pro at this. We're practically Ranger and Druid material. I mean, close. Yeah, I'm. I'm just doing that walk that's like silent through the no, flats, stomping away, pine leaves, farting and itching. And before X is in front of you. Nice to see you. He says. Hi. Have you persuaded my friend to come and talk to me? Uh, we couldn't find any friends of yours. Sorry. Bye. Later's. So you don't wish. You don't wish to make my agreement. We have no wish to make any agreement. We're, we're busy. We're, we're on a hot date ourselves now. She's turned out she's not interested in you. She likes guys that are a little bit younger. We're going to go. Yeah. See ya. And smellier. Have a lovely day. Stay away from those apples. They're poisonous. Bye. Very well done, he says, if that's what you wish. Well, uh, we don't wish anything passing on. And he grins at you. <laughs> and then he just kind of dissolves into a black cloud. With just that grin. And then the cloud dissipates very rapidly along the ground and into the distance. Well, that got rid of him. Yeah, so next time you try and chat up a guy when we're on the clock... Just chatting him up. Oh, whatever. I saw the way you were looking at him. Uh, Anyway... I liked his collar. From up in the trees, you can hear the sound of hounds calling. Hounds in the trees? Yes. Um, that thing about being hunted. (sighs) It'll be reet. Let's just stick to the path. I'm going to go invisible I'm again. <laughs> just going to draw my rapier as I'm walking. Yep. <laughs> do you want to, do you want to, uh, whammy? Right. Realistically, like, wolves are scared of humans. We stick to the path, even if they've got a fake control on them. 
they probably won't attack us. And if they do, you wanted a hunter hedgehog. How badass will you look with a, uh, a, I'm anti-wolf, pro-hedgehog, anti-wolf, firm stance I've had since a young age. But yeah, if we turn mm, up in town okay. and we killed a bunch of wolves, we might even get some money for it. I suppose the tail would look quite cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. Okay, okay. I can see that if we tied those, we could um, maybe sell those. Yeah. Okay, good. Yes, let's do that. But let's aim not to fight the wolves or anything and just get to the, the village. Okay, fine. You can hear still this kind of... It's its not really like wolves howling. It's more like the kind of tolling of hounds, you know, when, when they're catching a scent. And and you can hear some kind of... Something's crashing about in the woods behind you. Just going to up the pace slightly. Yep. <laughs> Almost. Not a huge amount of options here, given we're in the woods. But yeah, we'll just carry on. <laughs> It'll be reaped. I'm going to walk a little faster. Yep. <laughs> Almost jogging. I actually... Like, Banbury's quite keen on running occasionally, just for health reasons. <laughs> he's not scared. He's not, you know. I mean, you know, it'd probably, it'd probably make us stronger if we did run faster. Yeah, that's, you know. You're coming up to a point where, where there's a little kind of, like, gully or something. It drops away in, in the forest. It looks pretty steep and a bit of a scramble. Um, do you want to uh, make your way back towards the road or try and scramble down and up this gully and maybe lose a little bit of time on it? Uh, <laughs> Would wolves be able to get down it? Wolves are pretty good at getting down things. But to be honest, these, these do sound more like hunting dogs, maybe more like bloodhounds or, or something like that. How good are they at getting into gullies? <laughs> if anything, better than wolves. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> we're, both, we're both pretty dexterous. Let's give it a go. Sweet. Give me a defy danger with dexterity. Oh, I'm okay with that. I'm not okay with that. <laughs> with that, we both passed. We just passed pretty yes, badly. You, you both... Uh, so, as you descend the gully, it kind of gives... The edge gives way uh. underneath you, and you slide down into the bottom of the gully. Picked up speed. <laughs> Look at the positives. Picking up yep. speed on the positive. On the negative... I wish I had a swanny whistle. The other side of the gully is very rocky and it seems like quite as slippery as the side you just went down so although you've successfully got into the gully it may be harder to get back out of the gully whose stupid idea was this pretty sure yours you started it i i was just investigating the abilities of dogs and you're like no no let's get in the gully (laughs) i don't remember that being the thing and we can literally right. rewind this and find that you're right, but we're not going to. <laughs> we'll climb up because we're cool. Yes, I will scrabble up much faster than him because I'm better. <laughs> that sounds like a thing that might happen. Okay, so... Dex? Yeah, let's let's have another Dex. But, wow. Oh, you yeah. did beat me. Bullshit. Did beat you. Well, yeah. I'm you both get up the other side. Yes. Um, <laughs> but um, it's a seven to nine, though, so there is a downside. Um, just as you get up, um, kind of there's like tree roots and things you're clinging onto, you manage to scrabble your way up. Last tree root you grab, it just kind of rubs through your hand as, as you slide back a bit and then you get back up, but you've cut your hand. Ow! And a few drops of blood hit the ground and they soak up super, super fast into the ground. Ah, that wasn't the best. And if anything, the hounds behind you sound louder. I'll be honest, there's no way this is a bad thing. Let's run! (laughs) (laughs) Alright, I'm going to try and bind my hand with... Or at least put it under my armpit or something. Whose hand is cut? I thought it was mine. 
I presume both of us we both failed. Um I think it's I think it's Banbury's because uh he was I going he got the lower roll. In which case Fine. I don't give a shit. Come on, let's go. I'm gonna put it under my armpit and squeeze as I'm running. That way it puts pressure and hopefully stops more blood dropping on the floor. Excellent. Um good good work. So you're you're getting on through the woods. You can hear kind of scampering feet. It sounds like they're beside you and behind you. You're pretty much staying ahead of them. But if uh, either of you was to look back, you might just catch a glimpse of, like, pinkish skin. Like, not really like the skin of a dog, but more kind of pale and pallid and and, and something with skin like that darting through the undergrowth behind you. Ben, uh, again, just using uh, spell wisdom, do I know anything about Faye's abilities to, like, cast weird spells where they put the wild hunt on you or stuff like that? Well, let, let's 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 have a spout law. Let's see what you know. <laughs> nothing. You know nothing, Babari. Hey, what I know is how to get XP. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing the rock didn't work. This was a very long training montage. Vanbury, congratulations, you've got experience. <laughs> yes, you know a lot about these. Oh, damn it, that's my best stat. Yep. What you know is that they are purely illusory. They, they're masters of illusion. They present no physical danger. Do you know what? That was kind of what I was hoping. If I'd rolled well, you were going to say. So, yep, yeah, I'm cool with that. <laughs> that means there's a lot more you could have known. It's just illusions. He's just fecking with our brains. Just carry on. And and here's, here's a bit of DM fiat. I'm going to give you a plus one forward when you act on this information. <laughs> Pretty sweet. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, I'm just going to continue running, but with the knowledge that they're illusionary and it is just screwing with our brains. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely no physical creatures here. <laughs> yeah, he is the threat. There's, those things aren't real. It's just a little freaky guy. I'll tell Enigma that. Don't worry, it's just a little freaky guy with our brains. He looks a lot like pink, whitish hound slither things. I'm not stopping running. Sausage monsters, they're just out of your brain, but don't, you know... If you, if you glimpse it again, you might notice that, and and like there's bushes and thickets along the side, in in the forest and things. You sometimes see it kind of dark between them. And one thing you'll notice is that it looks like it has uh, eyes along its sides. I'm running faster. <laughs> if you think it's not real, you go and deal with it. I'm running. Oh, I think he's real, and he's after us. Don't don't worry about the sausage monsters. They're just sausages. The eyeball sausage mon- mon- monsters. Yeah, what's in your sausages, Richo? You didn't get awful and eyeballs in yours? Ooh, look at me. Oh, Rich, how dare you? I was brought up on the streets. Oh, you had streets. I was brought up in a wood like this. Well, I was brought up in a box. Streets. Ooh, I had cobblestones. Ooh, I had a roof. Ooh, look at me. I'm prim and proper. I had toilet paper. I didn't use leaves. I lived in a cardboard box in the middle of the road. Cardboard? Oh, my, that is futuristic as fuck. <laughs> I was referencing Kickstarter earlier, but you've blown my brain now. It's, uh, the thickets are getting closer together. It's starting to get pretty tangly up in this, uh, up in this wood. Are we not back on the, are we not on the road? Uh, no, cause you climb, we're climbing through gullies and keeping off the road a bit. 
I thought we had to. I thought we took the gully to get back to the road. No, I wasn't listening. No. Okay, yep. <laughs> but we are heading in the right direction. But, yeah. But you're running parallel to the road. You could probably make your way back there fairly easily. Yeah, we'll go to the road if like it's really. A, Sounds good. Yeah. Excellent. Okay, so uh, between you and there, there's some pretty thickety uh, little bunches of bushes and brambles and things. So why don't you give me a defined danger? Uh, going through, and I think this is a defied danger by enduring, uh, which is, if I remember correctly, con constitution. Yeah. Constitution sounds like a good one to do. I am getting all the XP this session. <laughs> so am I! Well done. Both of you mark experience. Oh, hang on. Experience. Worst training montage ever. Yep, go on in. <laughs> you get back to the road. You get there quite safely, and it's a lot smoother running. You can move faster on the road. The weird thing you noticed as you went through the bushes was that when when those thorns cut and scraped your skin, uh, like the blood vanished on the thorns really rapidly. What was that thing your friend said about not giving blood? She said, don't give blood because your blood type is like really rare. No one needs it. That's the only thing she said. Don't worry about it. Come on. Okay, let's keep going. Um, it sounds like there are more hounds. Hmm. This is not getting safer. It's fine. They are illusionary. He isn't. We don't want the little fella biting us. You catch a glimpse of uh, something greyish running behind and alongside you. Grey? Greyish, yes. That's not sausage. I fear grey. It's kind of grey, pallid skin and... uh, It has kind of like scaly patches. Little little kind of warthog-like the skin is on this creature. And it has like a bloodhound's nose. Uh, that's kind of, that kind of really big jowly face, but has no eyes. The pink things have the eyes. Yes, yes. See, and and they, <laughs> you sometimes glimpse those as well. You keep running. How, how long have you been running now? Quite a while. Where's the village? Jeez. <laughs> are we nearly there yet? They need to. They need to move these things nearer to each other. The hounds are. Uh, they they seem to be sort of closing in, and it's almost like they want to keep you on the road. Well, that's fine. Yeah. What we want. Maybe we should not be on the road. I don't want to do what these scaly hound thing it's, eyes things want. I think it's the little fly guy like making a double guess us. That's, okay. that's a terrible sentence. Keep running. Yeah, just stay on the road. We'll get to the village. He can't get to the village. He can't get into it. But there'll be fay warding or some kind of crud. It'll be fine. Just ignore them. He's just messing with our brains. Okay. Try to stop bleeding. It attracts bears. <laughs> okay. Well, as you come a little further, and you are getting pretty out of breath about now. But the good news is that you remember that bridge you came over on the way up? Yes. Yes. Because that bridge is not far ahead of you. And the trouble is there's something in front of it. What's in front of it? Is it a big pile of sandwiches or hookers or... Percy welcoming me home with a hug. <laughs> it's like a huge slab, humanoid in shape, and it's kind of got these misshapen, unbalanced shoulders. One arm is massive, the other is kind of much smaller, and these stumpy little legs, but it's fairly huge. A slab? Do you think it's crazy paving? <laughs> it's not what it's cracked up to be. And as you get a little closer, it turns round and you see its shoulders are covered in spines. 
and it has these black oval eyes and this huge, wide, grinning mouth. Oh, my God! Is the huge, wide, grinning mouth a bit toothy? It's They're like needles, but big needles. Big, sharp needles. It, does it look like we can get around him, or is this a stop and fight the little munchkin who's turned himself huge? You may be able to get around him, for sure. It's, where's the village? Is the village just the other side of this river? It is further down this river. I didn't know if he stopped right on the edge of where he can basically get without him obviously being stuck and where. That that's the kind of thing that your spout lore earlier might indicate. So yeah, that that's certainly probably better just getting past him than trying to fight a wizened old famous fate. How uh, wide is the river that this bridge spans? Um, it's fairly wide and the banks are quite it's like this is like a mountain river coming down off the sides. Um it white water. There is definitely white water, uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's it would be quite perilous to cross that way. But whether it's more perilous than confronting what confronts you, uh lucky those hounds behind you are illusory. What what are the slopes like at either side of the river? Um, they're they fairly steep. Or, mm. Yeah, certainly as steep as that gully you had trouble with earlier. Right. So, in your experience, which is a real one? You seem to think that these bloodhound... These things aren't real. There's just him basically forcing us into him here, it turns out. So but we should stop running. We Yeah, we need to either fight him... You stop first. Yep, fine. All right, the hounds. You see, uh, you see there are two of the eye hounds and one, one blind one. And... Uh, and they start approaching you and kind of uh. snapping around you. And the uh, scent one, the scent hound, as you might call it, um, I'll refer to them as sight hounds and scent hounds because uh, that's in a way what they are. Um, it starts sniffing at you, Banbury. What do you do? Well, I'm ignoring the illusion and I'm going to yell at the guy. Who posted the scent hound? There's an army coming. You don't want to be... Attacked by Eva, let us through, we've got shit to do. He says, well, indeed I don't, but I also don't need you both to get through. And more blood would give me more strength, would it not? And his teeth are endless needles, his eyes glimpses of the black void. And you must pass him if your friends are to survive. (laughs) 